The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. According to chronicpain.ie, one in three people in Ireland are living with chronic pain. The condition is often life altering and can really affect quality of life. I'm joined now by pain consultant Dr. Dominic Hegarty. Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat, and thank you very much for taking the opportunity to chat. Now, first of all, you might give us the definition of chronic pain. Uh, Like, when does it become chronic? Yeah, in a a very short window, within about three months of an individual who has acute pain that's there on a regular basis, uh, it uh, it can then reach the definition of of chronic pain. And that's pain that uh, annoys or irritates people on a regular basis, so much so that they have to either take medication or they genuinely are trying to do something about it at that stage. So you can see very quickly this catches up on people. Yeah. Now, does chronic pain have to be severe pain? No, not at all. And I think that's sometimes what people um, miss a little bit. It can be, it can vary in intensity, but also in type. So as someone who has a leg pain, a sciatic or a low back pain, that's chronic pain. But you can have migraines, you can have constant, constant headache pain or chronic pelvic base pain. That also meets the criteria. And there's a whole range of, of pain intensities because after all, pain intensity is your own pain score. So my 7 out of 10 score is not the same as yours, etc. So mm-hmm. it's what impacts on a day-to-day basis. But you do tend to find that this pitches in around mid-range between 5 and 7 out of 10. That would be where people would say, that's enough, I need to do something about it at that stage. And, and that's really an impact mm-hmm. on the day-to-day activities. Do you distinguish between an ache and a pain? Well, y- yes, I think by the time they would make it into my office, they've very clearly gone through quite a lot of other strategies to try and deal with the ache bit. In fairness, primary care, GP, take an awful burden burden and a brunt of this. You must remember 60, 70% of times people go to see their GP is actually about pain. It usually is in that level of an ache level. It's annoying. And then strategies such as physiotherapy, massage, exercise, maybe some low-level medication strategies can deal with that and can deal with it very effectively. And then once it begins to escalate, that's when, Mm -hmm. when they start getting into the next level, which is either more intense physio or speaking of physios or, excuse me, pain physicians, orthopedic consultants, mm-hmm. neurosurgeons, etc. Yeah, because uh, surgery may be the way out of uh, your pain, um, but otherwise it's, what, medication, I suppose. Maybe some people can manage it with uh, even hypnosis or yoga or other techniques, but medication is normally the way. And there are different kinds of medication. Um, does it determine where your pain is and what's causing it, which medication you take? Uh, yes, um, you're quite right. There are a range of medications and it, it can be from simple anti-inflammatories. It's probably one of the more common products people would use um, either over the counter or on prescription and then escalating through some form of an opioid. Now that's a, a, you know, a dirty word in, in present language, but essentially they, they can escalate upwards to controlling the pain in these agents. And then if we have certain features of the pain, for example, if there's pins and needles, burning sensation, electrical activity, that brings it to the next level of what we call neuropathic pain, pain within the pain system itself, then that warrants a different type of medication to deal with that aspect to itself. So ultimately, Pat, it really is listening to the individual, hearing what they describe their pain pattern is, and then choosing off the the criteria of what the best matched product to that element to it itself is. You'd hope that you could get to the cause of the pain and address the cause rather than the symptom. 
that is the ultimate goal because obviously if you can get the primary cause under control things move forward sometimes that's very very practical and it's very useful for example if you've a uh, disc protrusion you've ruptured a disc you've got a nerve pain that's going down your leg well it's the disc now maybe you need surgery maybe not maybe you need a, a pain focused injection to the area to solve the problem and heal the territory and that ultimately can give you the long-term outcome you want on other types of pain it's not as easy as that because the pain patterns are different the networks of pain can be quite diverse and can be very focused so again it's very often from my perspective and trying to listen to the pain pattern, identify nerve fibers or sequences of nerves that we can intervene um, and stop the signal and give people the chance to, to, to respond. Sometimes you must remember, Pat, that the source of the pain may be over. For example, you might have sprained your ankle, fractured your ankle. That may have healed. You may have had surgery. You may not have had surgery, which you may have persistent pain post it. So the source of the pain is fixed, but the actual nerve fibers themselves have now become reprogrammed, if you like. So now they're hypersensitive. They're overreacting to the situation. And that's where the challenge comes in because people then come in, they go a whole battery of MRI scans, X-ray scans, everything looks normal. And of course, that's the last thing a chronic pain patient wants to say, to say is, oh, we can find nothing for you. But in fact, it's the nerve fiber pain that's the problem. And, and that's where, you know, speaking to people who can understand this for the individual to try and work with them, to try and find the solution. And people are fantastic, Pat, because if you can reduce their pain symptoms by about 50%, that can make such a big impact on their quality of life, their activity levels, their sleeping patterns. And that might be all they're looking for, that little bit of relief to give them the right direction. Now, do you think GPs are expert enough in pain management or even understanding pain? I beg your pardon, who is expert GPs, in you know, do they oh, have enough training oh, in pain management, in, in, in understanding pain? They do pain. their best. No, no, thank you. They, they, they do their very best. They deal with a whole range of pain and from day to day they, they struggle, to be fair, because again, they've inherited... Um, you know what we've learned over the years and pain is changing I'm, I'm lucky I'm in the area of specializing in it so I get to stay on top of it and you're always trying to bring GPs up to speed they're a fantastic group they really do try and learn and make things forward but they can only do so much as well because you remember they have only a prescription pad and maybe a physiotherapy strategy and um, there's other options and sometimes that's where you want the GPs to be aware of of saying look I'm not winning here we're not doing well we need you to see someone in the area who can intervene with an intervention or some form of um, a strategy from there. We're always talking about technological fixes. I mean, are there technological fixes? Like, I know superficially you can use things like TENS machines, but are there implants, pain management implants? Indeed, Pat, this is really where the, 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 the leading lights of, uh, of pain medicine is going into the future. The med tech industry, which we're very lucky in this country, we have Medtronic, we have Boston Scientific, all in Ireland producing equipment that helps us deal with these pain. So we can intersect the pain pathways using electrical or uh, other devices. So yes, there's one of these aspects is called spinal cord stimulation. Now, this isn't for everyone. It is for a very select cohort. But again, for those people who can benefit from it, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity. And this is something that people then, a little bit like cardiac pacemakers, I describe it to my patients as being a pain pacemaker. You can control the pain on a day-to-day -day basis. And now we're pushing the technology forward so that we can program people at distance. We can monitor their, their activities. We can see how much they're using the equipment. So we can really become clever and, and take this to the next level. 
um, it, it is for a group of patients, but more people could benefit from it if the knowledge was out there. So it's um, Ireland are, le- are leading our way, I suppose, in many ways in this area itself. It's uh, used globally, and there's a lot of a lot of evidence to say that this is the way we should be thinking about it. Because of course, it's drug free, it's user friendly, and the individuals have control. They control the the pain treatments they get on a day to day basis, and that's always the first thing people are most worried about when they when they come and meet me is the the pain is dominating their life and they want to get some control back onto it. Mm. And this is a fantastic way of doing that. Fantastic. And of course, it can impact on mental health, uh, constant pain. No doubt about that. Dr. Dominic Hegarty, consultant in pain management and neuromodulation at the Matter Private Hospital in Cork and clinical director of Pain Relief Ireland. Uh, Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.